Welcome to another show. This is the Three Minute Therapy Podcast. We're on weekly, and we consist of me, Dr. Michael Edelstein, clinical psychologist, author of Three Minute Therapy, Mick Berry, expert in the approach we use, rationally emotive behavior therapy, and Chris Rossini, Rossini, who is our technical engineer. And all our shows uh, are based on rational emotive behavior therapy and how REBT views various problems of life, usually emotional problems, but sometimes practical problems. And briefly, REBT was formulated by Albert Ellis, and he's written over 80 books about that. And it says that our emotions come from situations, don't come from situations, but rather our emotions come from our thinking about situations. And when we have disturbed emotions, it comes from a particular type of thinking, and that's thinking in terms of demands. Must, should, supposed to's, have to's, because I prefer to, I absolutely must do well and get your approval because I prefer you treat me well, you absolutely must treat me well, and because I prefer my life to be fair, easy, and hassle-free, it absolutely must be. And if you have any emotional problems, such as anxiety, depression, anger, addictions, guilt, uh, trace it back to one of those three musts, and then question, challenge, and contradict those musts again and again and again and again. It's a lifelong discipline. Today we're going to be discussing forgiveness. And I'll just start before I ask Mick to join us uh, by defining to forgive. To forgive, according to one dictionary definition, is to stop feeling angry at someone for an offense, a flaw, or a mistake. So basically, forgiveness means you're admitting that you have an emotional problem, you are feeling angry at someone, and therefore the solution is to change your own thinking rather than secondarily to speak to someone to see if they're willing to uh, admit their mistake and make a change in the future. Mick, did you want to comment further? Well, is forgiveness always about getting rid of your anger towards somebody? You think it's always centered on anger? Uh, uh, that's a great question. And the answer is no. It could be uh, centered on behavior also. For example, if I don't like someone and I refuse to um, to have anything to do with them because of some poor ways I feel they've treated me, then that would be a behavior, uh, avoid avoidance, avoiding this person or boycotting this person. So, uh, uh, so okay, if I, so if to make sure I understand this, you it, the lack of forgiveness could manifest in your behavior of avoiding them rather than simply being angry at them, you could just want to avoid them. Uh, yeah, that's a good question to distinguish what's going on here. 
you could uh, do react in two different ways. One is not get angry at them and boycott them and have nothing to do with them, or get angry at them and boycott them and have nothing to do with them. Yeah. So, yeah. I suppose you can't really be depressed towards a person. You could have anxiety about being in contact with a person. Um, yeah. But you can't be well. I suppose if you see somebody, you could get depressed when you see them. Yes, and uh, if you're depressed or anxious, uh, then that shows you have an emotional problem. And if you uh, for forgive someone, that shows you had. And you might have had an emotional problem, which is anger toward them. And then uh, in order to deal with uh, anger and to help you for and to help you forgive someone, uh, the solution is to use the ABCs or what I call the three minute exercises of emotional problems, where A is the activating event, Fred treated me poorly, B, he should not have treated me that way. He's a rat. And C, as a result of B, my thinking, I get myself angry. Yeah. And then, Mick, were you going to say something? Well, I, I have a question about um, forgiveness and still being able to communicate to somebody what it is you'd like them to do. Okay, I'll just finish this, this, this uh, three-minute ABC and then... Uh, let's discuss that. And then once you identify that must at B, then uh, the question is D, disputing, and that question is, what is the evidence Fred must not treat me badly? And E is effective new thinking, or the answer to the question, which would be, there's no evidence Fred absolutely must not treat me badly. I don't control him. I don't run the universe. He's an imperfect human who has every human right to act imperfectly, so there's no reason why he has to do anything, although it would be preferable. And once I internalize that, then that leads to F, my new feeling, which is displeased, disappointed in his behavior rather than anger. Mick, you were going to uh, say something? Yeah, because let's say... I lent you money and you didn't pay me back, I could um, be angry towards you about that. Uh, now, how do I forgive you if you still don't pay me back the money? I don't have to think that you're a worthless worm, but I still haven't received the money that you owe me that you promised you would pay back. So then it requires a discussion to uh, figure out, because I'm not going to want to continue to interact with you if you have not followed through on the agreement we had. So I can forgive you for not thinking you're a rotten person, and uh, but I certainly don't want to forget about, and maybe not, uh, then it's a choice, do I forgive your deceitful behavior? Or do I remember that this is a problem we need to work out? And so now I'm in a conundrum of how do I interact with you as a friend if you don't pay me back the money you said you were going to? Yeah, and uh, that's a good one. And so you could forgive me in the emotional sense, in the sense that you don't make yourself angry 
at me for not paying you back. And then you have a choice. You could decide, well, Michael's just an imperfect human. He has a lot of good traits, so uh, his advantages for me outweigh the disadvantages, so I'll continue my relationship. Or you could decide on the other side, well, this is more evidence. I can't trust Michael. I don't want to be a friend of his, so then you have nothing to do with me. So once you get over your anger, then you have a clearer head and you can decide what's the best practical approach. Does that answer the question, Mick? Uh, yeah. So you're saying it's up. To, it's an individual <laughs> choice, but that anger only gets in the way of us making the best choice for ourselves. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's pretty much all I wanted to say about forgiveness. Mick, did you want to say some more? Yeah. The thing is about forgiveness that implies, or, or I think it definitely has connotations of uh, reaching a point where you're upset with the other person and you're condemning them and then you forgive them. But I think it's possible to avoid having to forgive in the first place by becoming so facile with, with accepting people's foibles and people's mistakes that no condemnation takes place in the first place so that forgiveness is not even needed because no condemnation ever arises. Yes, well said. And what you're referring to is unconditional other acceptance, U-O-A. Accepting other people as the imperfect humans they are, that doesn't mean you like their imperfections, but it means you don't condemn them as rotten people uh, because they have imperfections, because they uh, act poorly. Okay, very good. Okay, good show. Thank you very much, Mick. Uh, and thank you, Chris. And I'm Dr. Michael Edelstein signing off. And comment below if you have any thoughts about this. Suggest a subject. If you'd like us to discuss anything in particular, volunteer to be with us on one of these podcasts and we'll cure you of any emotional problem you have. And uh, subscribe to the Three Minute Therapy podcast to stay on the rational side of life.